Let's talk about motivation. What gets us up? What keeps us going? What makes us behave? What makes us respond? Or what makes us behave in a civil manner? Seems that there are two major camps, positive motivation and negative motivation. You know, positive, offering you a carrot, or negative, wielding a big stick. Positive motivation makes you want to respond. Please behave. Negative motivation makes you want to avoid punishment, not get yelled at, avoid the whooping or beating. Have you ever experienced a fire and brimstone preacher hurling horrific boulders at you, scaring you to the core, putting the fear of the Lord in your heart? Negative motivation. Have you heard a phrase like, just wait till your father gets home? So you sit in your room, shake, cower, stew, anticipate the impending wrath, you actually experience the emotions of pain, humiliation, and torture far longer than the coming paddling or whooping. Negative motivation. This type of motivation exacts behavior through fear. Bosses that yell and throw fits, spouses or mates that stomp, pout, cry, or throw temper tantrums to shape behavior. Oh, it works. It works superficially. It works on the surface. It can make you behave like a robot. Go through the right sequences. But it doesn't cause love, commitment, dedication, true heartfelt behavior. It causes rigid rule following, but not a heart change. So let's look at what Jesus does to evoke a heart change in you and in me. First, what he doesn't do. Jesus doesn't thunder over us, scream in our faces, evoke terror, or strike fear in our hearts. There are somewhere between 103 and 119 instances in Scripture where God or Jesus says, fear not, or do not be afraid. Jesus doesn't threaten us with torture, or throw a fit, or throw a tantrum to intimidate us. And even if you think that Jesus is coming back to judge us, it's more about judging our decision to accept or reject his love. It's not a fear-based retribution. It's more of a, here's the consequences of your own choice. Even in Luke 7.30, it says, But by refusing to be baptized by him, John the Baptist, the Pharisees and the lawyers rejected God's purpose for themselves. So Jesus is not using the fear-based negative motivation approach. No, not at all. So what does Jesus do? He's born into the humblest of families, raised by a carpenter, loves the lepers, the lame, the loose women, touches the outcasts and the outlaws with hope and healing, serves his friends by stooping as a slave, gets betrayed, beaten, mocked, spat upon, even crucified as an innocent man, gives and gives and gives and gives of himself, and then forgives those who harassed him and hung him on the cross. All this he did for you and for me, so that as we understand it, as his love sinks in, as we accept his love, we would change to be more like Jesus. We would fall in love and we would respond to please the Lord. We would be positively motivated. We would go after the carrot rather than fear the stick. We would live to please the Lord, love the Lord, love one another, and do what we could to bless, serve, care, give, and forgive. So friends, I don't know about you, but I'm encouraged today by the positive motivational strategy of our Lord Jesus Christ. I don't live in fear of the Lord, 
for I've been loved, served, blessed, forgiven, and died for. I've been given the gift of the Holy Spirit, and I've been given a heart positively motivated. I'd encourage you to receive the same, to have a positively encouraging week.